0: Body heads. Boom, boom. The whole go bang, bang here. Let us begin. I want you to keep an eye out for the Boogadi Man. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the VHS Banners Podcast. Happy summer, everyone. Today, we're popping in a not very summery tape, but it's going to be anyway. We're watching the 1993 full moon classic, Robot Wars. Let's pop in the tape. In our distant future on Nation at War. Intruders at marker 474, sir. I want you to turn the intruders into stains.
1: We'll discover its strongest ally. Our borders are not in dispute. The Eastern Alliance is on our side. Has become their deadliest enemy. This proves that the Centros are firing on us with weapons made by the Eastern Alliance. Uh
0: And now, two rival champions. We meet again, Captain Drake. Yeah. Wooden he? Must battle for supremacy. Captain Wally has commandeered the robots. In the ultimate killing machines. I told you we meet again, Captain Drake. What
1: are you waiting for? 10 cases Fire! Robot Wars, from the producers of Robot Junks.
0: And now, our feature presentation. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to VHS Bandits Podcast. This is Dane Train, and as always, I am here with my my mannequin-speaking buddy, this is Topher Hansen.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right. That was Topher Hansen. So he is he's like mouthing his mouth like he's a, like he's a ventriloquist dummy, like from Goosebumps. And uh or or one of the presidents at Disney World. At, that's not Bill the, Clinton, that's the, just
1: one of your hillbilly bears. So far nobody's
0: noticed at the House of Presidents.
1: Um, anywho hey it's something did you see speaking of the House of presidents yeah. and robots <laughs> yes it's the like when Donald Trump first got elected they're like Disneyland had to add or Disney World had to add Donald Trump to the Hall of Presidents <laughs> yeah but there they clearly had it ready for Hillary Clinton <laughs> and they just put a Donald Trump wig on a Hillary Clinton robot yeah <laughs> Dude, it is the creepiest slash funniest thing. No If you way. guys just go, just Google Donald Trump, like uh, fucking Disney World robot, and you will see that it is it is a thousand percent Hillary Clinton oh <laughs> with a Donald Trump wig on. Oh man, it I is gotta creepy. Check
0: that out. That's awesome. It's funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's and then great. he shoots lasers and goes into slow motion while some guy that looks like uh Jake Busey
0: rides inside of him <laughs> Jake Busey
1: <laughs> that guy looks like Jake busey right? <laughs> Shasta
0: Mcnasty Jake busey yeah the the main guy in robot wars uh yeah, I, sure, yeah, he kind of looks like Jake busey, sure he kind of had like the same mannerisms you yeah, know yeah yeah, yeah 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 i could I could I could get behind that sure all right, so um summertime, we're doing some of the movies, some of the tapes and this isn't really like a summary movie per se. Like there's nothing it, takes about it. The it takes place in the desert and it's hot. So for you, you live out in the desert of Los Angeles. That's right. I live in a desert. <laughs> that's well, like the whole the whole West Coast. Lower less west coast is technically a desert until irrigation was was uh, brought over there. And that is not true at all. Well, that's the what everybody told me when west I was in San coast. Diego.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, everybody maybe was like, if it San wasn't Diego. for irrigation,
0: it would just be a big desert out here. In fact, at one time, this was nothing but a San Diego was nothing but a big desert.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you're excluding like Seattle and you, like the northern. I'm not talking about West. It. I said you said the S- West Coast,
0: sunny Southern California.
1: Sunny Southern California is a is, miserable, miserable desert. A desert. That's right. Is that it, what yours is? Is that what you want to hear? So we live the, in a desert and it's awful.
0: Well, well, for you, it's summer every day, right? That's right. Me, it's I very got, strange. I got one month of summer left of August and that's it. After that, it's then it's Halloween and then I got to wait fucking like eight months until warm weather again. So, but I case, got it
1: all the time. You what? I have all warm weather all the time, all the time, all the time. Here you. in beautiful deserty,
0: yeah, you know it's San funny? Diego uh,
1: slash Los Angeles. I had
0: a I had a coworker who two weeks ago spent a week in Encinitas down in San Diego too. Sure, and uh, and she she like every time I see her now, she's just like, ah, oh, Christ, I just want to go back, you know. I mean, it
1: does have San Diego. Does have the nicest weather. Yeah, it was but nice I was like I prefer autumn. there's no I prefer seasons. this it's very confusing living here when yes. every day looks exactly the same. Oh, hold on one
0: second here What's what oh my gosh, uh, yeah, I will later. I think I'll be okay. all right, what are you making? ooh, okay uh oh,
1: Dane can't have tacos, uh, yeah, so he's um, gonna poop them out
0: so so for their audience.
1: <laughs> i had to take here's a-, a sneak peek here's a video bone zone into dane train's life
0: all right everybody here's a, here's sort of a uh outside the life of vhs bandits for Dane Train
1: extras um
0: i was so this morning i had breakfast and i was kind of like uh harry is that right harry In uh harry you remember harry from uh dumb and dumber
1: Oh, oh, I thought you meant you you ate breakfast and it was hairy. <laughs> hairy you breakfast. You had a box
0: of hair for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, Sasquatch hair and milk. Yeah. <laughs> and uh I, I shit real bad all day. <laughs> and then I get to work and like my first full, full hour of work I was just like fucking shit shit shit. So you were
1: you were getting paid to take a shit
0: what's that for old, hours or Saying end. um Boss makes a dollar while you make a dime. And that's why you poop on company time. Anywho, um, <laughs> I got back to my seat at, at the desk and like I was all like nauseous and I was feeling shitty, like all more. I literally thought I was gonna fucking hurl at my desk at the office today. My boss came in work and she's like, What's up? And I'm like, "Ah, uh, I am not feeling too good. I don't know how long I'm gonna stay. So she was just like, you can watch just split. So I came home. And I fucking shat my brains out for like the next five <laughs> hours. And then i was like hey i think my body is completely cleansed let's call up team man and, and <laughs> let's
1: put some more toxic waste inside of it
0: via <laughs> robot wars yeah so uh yeah so uh so we're watching robot wars today um my, my <laughs> wife got me saltines and ginger ale to make me feel better how did that help out i think it did cuz i'm feeling pretty oh, good right now I'm feeling all right oh yeah uh so uh, why are we watching Robot Wars for the summer? I'll tell you why. Because uh, this is this is one tape that I have had forever. And uh, this movie specifically reminds me of the summer. So a lot of times when I think of the summer, I think of Robot Wars because when I was a kid, I used to watch this movie in the summer. So long, long story short, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with robots, much like T-Man. True here. story. True story. Yes. We're all obsessed True with story. robots big time. And I was a big fan of um, Short Circuit, Johnny Five, right? And I used to go to this video store in Northboro, Massachusetts, called Browns TV and Video. They're still there. They're owned by different owners, and they only sell appliances now. They don't do, obviously, they don't do video rentals. But um, so I remember talking to the guy, Ken. It was a family-owned business. They had a son named Ken who worked there. And um, I remember going up to him. I was a kid. It was 1993. And I said hey man, I love robots. You got any new movies with robots? Because um, I, I, you know... Where's lo- your robot section? Yeah, I said, hey, you got any robot tapes? And the guy's like, yeah, this this one just came out. It's like rated PG and yeah, these should be fine for you. They're like, great. And guess what it was? It was Robot Wars. The
1: It's rated PG. They say asshole yeah. so
0: much in this movie. Yeah, they say like bitch and they say shit. Yeah. yeah it's, it's PG- I thought 13. it was a kid's
1: movie, but... And then we watched it, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, no, man.
0: People people get killed. But now and you're saying it's rated PG. It's rated PG. That's right. Weird. Um, so the cover to this movie is the fucking coolest. Um, we'll talk about that in momentarily. But I was like, "Wow, holy shit! Look at this movie!" And um, so this is during the summer, and I remember I think I rented it a number num multiple times. And uh, I you know it's funny because like. Not a whole lot of shit actually happens in this movie. It's more or less like the last two minutes that there's a, the actual robot war. <laughs> yep, and that's like obviously the this best part of the movie. This movie is less than an hour long. It's oh, it's significantly less than an hour long. Um, so I rented the shit out of it and I loved it. And then um, I not too long after that they had it for sale. Like get back when it, you know the uh, movies would end their shelf life and they previously would previously up with the counter to sell for a couple of bucks and my folks bought it for me and I still have it. I don't have the box anymore, but I still got the tape. Still has a little brown's TV and video um like shiny uh foil sticker on the side and the little uh there's like a little barcode on the other side. It says Robot Wars rated PG category sci, I assume for sci-fi. And um so I still got the tape and for my birthday, well, I don't I who had a how I don't know how old I was in 1990. Three or four, whenever the hell we did it, but T Man came over to my house for my birthday with a couple other people who I don't remember who the hell was there. Maybe Tom the Bomb, I don't know, the guy from our Leprechaun and Four Space episode. But anywho, uh, I was like, guys, come on, let's let's check this tape out, man. Uh, this movie's great. So I put it in. It actually uh, down the basement, parents' house. We had a little corner TV. I popped the tape in, and everybody's like, this movie's fucking boring. I was like, all right. <laughs> Let me fast forward to the good So I literally fast forwarded all the way to the, like the last two minutes of the movie, just so we, we could watch the the robot fight. And obviously my birthday's <laughs> in the summer. My birthday was last week. Um, and, uh, so there you go. Robot wars. That's my summertime story for
1: you. <laughs> in celebration That's- of Dane train's birthday.
0: Robot wars. Robot, robot wars. Um, so anywho, like I said, the the case is long gone, but I still got the still got the tape. And I will I will describe the box for you here, which I had to look up on somebody selling a copy for six bucks on eBay. And the box has definitely seen better days. Uh you got these sweet, like airbrush-painted fucking robots. One looks like a scorpion, one is like a dude. Scorpion is shooting laser beams at the dude <laughs> robot. There's like a big pyramid in the back. And then at the bottom of the screen, there's like a little there's a tank that's on fire. and Some little guys are like got their hands up in the air and they're yelling. And it says, first, there was robot jocks. And then in like big blue text in this big blue rectangle is robot wars. So for those of you guys who don't know, robot jocks is a movie that Full Moon did years prior, which is fucking awesome. And uh, at the very bottom, like every other uh, Full Moon movie around this time it says plus exclamation point video bonus full moon's video zone a behind the scenes video magazine so all these all these uh full moon tapes back in the day all had like behind the scenes and shit that were on after the movie which is fucking awesome so the back of the back of the box says um uh metal against metal blow upon blow Powerful arms reach out to grab and choke, electrifying laser lights, lasers light up the sky as they ricochet off solid plates of steel. For two minutes. For two minutes. The ultimate (laughs) battle between metallic giants begins when a malicious foreign dignitary hijacks the last mega robot on Earth, the Maris II and threatens to unleash its crushing powers against the people of the Eastern Alliance. There's only one force magnificent enough to stop the Maris II, a Mega One robot hidden under the city. It's up to a renegade pilot, Don Michael Paul, his engineer, James Staley, and a brilliant archaeologist, played by Barbara Crampton, to revive the Mega One and reestablish world peace. Will the Mega One be able to survive the onslaught of the new robot and its superior technology? A phenomenal battle lies ahead. Whoa. Whoa.
1: So that's all right. Let's play this game. This is something I like to do when (laughs) I don't understand the plot of a movie. So, Dane Train, I'm gonna have you create your own back of the box oh, according okay. to what we just saw and then I'll try and do it myself. Okay. So, in a few paragraphs, <laughs> what is the plot of this movie? Okay. According to solely just what we watched okay. and not the back not of the, the box Alright, ba- so
0: I'm gonna X out of the back of the box so I can't even see it. Alright, so, um, in the... <laughs> in In the future of a nuclear wasteland California desert, which doesn't have any chemical warfare stuff going on and seemingly at all, uh one big scorpion robot acts as a taxi so people can go back and forth around the <laughs> desert, owned by uh New America and some Chinese dudes want to make a deal to make small scorpion robots, but they hijacked the big robot and it's up to the robots pilot and his, and his buddy who kind of looks like Tim Conway and, uh, and Barbara Crampton from reanimator and lots of other movies, uh, to stop Chinese guy from taking over the robot. And, uh, uh, that, that's the movie.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. That's the
0: movie. Oh my god! Hold on, I gotta look at the back of the box to see how long this movie is. Because that was one thing that we were, we just discussed was how short this movie is. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It doesn't even say it on the back of the box. Of course
1: not. Of course not. Of course not. They all don't right, want to uh, fool you. Let me let me try to describe. All right. the movie. All right, you describe the movie. The year is the future, and there's robots maybe, but only one robot. And then some guy that looks like Jake Busey who I thought worked for the army but doesn't work for the army has to talk to some other guy that looks like Leslie Nielsen who does work <laughs> for the Nielsen. army except they're, they operate the army out of a Burger King. What? And then <laughs> his friend who is some fat guy that I have no idea why. He hangs out with this other guy <laughs> has to go find a hidden robot in his school, which is also a Burger King. (laughs) And then uh, Barbara Crampton, who I guess is an archaeologist, is taking a flight through the scorpion robot, but (laughs) then a Chinese restaurant wants to open up (laughs) new Chinese restaurants inside of the new American establishment But then instead of opening up a restaurant, they hire pirates to fire lasers at people and hold them hostage in an airport slash also Burger King. (laughs) And then they put everybody, they say, hey, go inside, go inside this robot. And then they they Air Force One the robot and the Chinese restaurant manager has to fight the robot that was hidden in the underground Burger
0: King. (laughs) That's the best description of the that's, movie.
1: That's the movie. A hundred minutes? Well, not even. Not, not even minutes long. Sixty minutes. Sixty minutes long. Nineteen eighty. Nineteen ninety-three. I don't. The, mo- I don't, I don't even, that, the movie's not even. Movie's not even sixty minutes long. No, because there, <laughs> there was five minutes of trailers at least, and when we got to the credits, it was. An hour. Hour and in four minutes. Code, right. So yeah. it was
0: at least minimum four hours of trailer stuff at the beginning of the movie. Four hours. I'm sorry. Four minutes at the beginning <laughs> of the tape. And that includes like the FBI warning and, and all that stuff in the, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah. In the uh, coming soon to home video, little bumpers and stuff. So the trailers at the beginning of the tape are pretty sweet. Uh, it's all full moon stuff. We start off with bloodstone subspecies do (laughs) it's a vampire movie and uh i remember the trailer when i when i watched this as a kid the trailer legitimately scared me because it was all like weird zombie ladies and 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 the 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 vampire guy was spooky it kind of it used to creep me out i used to watch it when i was a kid so and then after that, <laughs> we had the trailer for Pre which I remember we rented the shit out of when we were kids. Oh
1: man, I love that movie. Yeah,
0: we got to do that one of these days. The movie's fucking great. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. we haven't done
1: a dinosaur movie in a oh, long. Yeah, it's been a long, time. long time. That movie's fucking great. Um, the it, dinosaurs look great. Oh, they're awesome. Oh, they're wicked. They good look little, little so good. Actually, the robots in Robot Wars look really good too. They really do. Yep, they do. It almost makes you want more robots in a movie called Robot Wars. Robot
0: Wars Wars, apostrophe. It's kind of like it should have. It should call it Burger King Dining Room Wars. (laughs) Robot One Robot War instead of it's. It's not like Alien and Aliens where they called it Aliens because it was more than one. Yeah, yeah.
1: It would. It's a more appropriate title would be Robot Two Minute Fight.
0: Yeah, that's the movie in a in a like fifty eight minute movie. You know, <laughs> two of those minutes, two of those minutes are
1: what the title implies it the movie about.
0: They should have called the movie 60 minutes talking, 2 minutes robot war. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we um, should do
1: a poll. We'll do a poll on Patreon for a new name for robot wars. Ooh, good idea. I like that. We'll throw that up there. If you guys have a good name for robot wars,
0: let us know. <laughs> so, the funny thing is I used to watch the shit out of this movie when I was a kid. I don't think I've watched the movie in fifteen, twenty years, if not more. Probably way more than how that. How does it? How I, does it hold up? Uh, I actually. Would
1: you rent it every weekend?
0: Ah. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe because I see it through rose tinted glasses. Maybe it it's weird because, like, yeah. when you're a kid, you don't like understand half the shit that they're talking about with, like, the Eastern yeah, Alliance yeah, for and, sure. and all that. I mean, like, I don't even now, I didn't understand half the yeah. shit they were talking about. It, you know, and, it, you know, okay. It's definitely one of those movies where because the budget is so low, they have to talk about a lot of things. And it's almost like, you know, when you're a kid and you make, like, home movies, you have to, um, use your imagination a little bit. It's like when when you and I would make our little movies when we were kids on the VHSC camera with action figures, you had to, you know, it's like, okay, our characters are doing X, Y, and Z and you and your head would kind of fill in the blanks. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, sure. The action figures are like on the top of my desk or on the bed or something like that on the bed sheet. But like, you know, that's like the parking lot to, you know, some, something, you know what I'm getting at? So yeah, 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 this yeah. is one of those movies where like, I feel like you really have to pay attention to what they say to get. And, and I, this time I really, because this is like my first time watching this movie as a, as like an adult and to watch it. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to like pay attention to everything that they're saying. I'm like, okay, it's kind of making sense. Kind of.
1: So, I don't know. I don't Nothing know. made sense to me in this movie. Um, we had to pause the movie middle way and I had to ask Dane, what the hell is going on?
0: <laughs> yeah, he. you thought it was about guys trying to open up a Chinese food restaurant.
1: <laughs> yes, I literally thought it looked like the Chinese like bad guys are dressed in like Chinese waiters outfits. <laughs> and and then they have a, like a, a sword fight or something. They have
0: like a. A stick battle. I I was dressed up in like samurai costumes and they're fighting each other with sticks.
1: Right. It looks like they're at like a courtyard in a Chinese restaurant and they're getting investors for a new Chinese uh, franchise. They're giving everybody Mai Tais, right? You know? Yes. And, and then I, they turn out to be the bad guys. They're the bad guys. I don't
0: I don't know, man. So so why don't <laughs> we why do we try to explain the movie as best as we can here. Oh, wait, so hold on. So the trailers, all right. So we went through Bloodstone Subspecies 2, Prehisteria. Pre I think that there was one more, but I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know. It might have been just the two. Maybe just the two. Um because they they had trailers at the end of the movie. That's true. Yeah. So there was a little like 30 second thing that advertised the video zone and say like stay tuned after the movie for full moon's video zone for behind the scenes Video Zone, you know which i I, we'll talk more about that later but that's hands down the best fucking part of the whole tape Um, yeah so anywho so the movie starts off like a lot of full moon movies where a a lot of full moon movies from this time is a shit ton of padding and uh, it starts off with um the sort of uh uh, like panning up and down very uh, ambiguous shots of like metal, like brown metal, which I assuming you're assuming they're like the parts of the robot and you have like yeah. the, the credit sequence, which lasts like fucking 10 minutes long of it's like <laughs> one, it's like the theme song, the robot wars. And, you know, it says like, you know, starring Barbara Crampton, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and it takes forever. So then we start off with a shot of this, scorpion robot and you have drake who's the pilot and his ace mechanic stumpy who are driving it in the in the head of the robot and there's like this really nice lousy composited blue screen effect as they're like they're like bopping around in their (laughs) seats they're like jumping around in their seats to make it look like they're moving of course whoever is like has like the camera in, in the camera crew they're like moving the camera to make it look like it's moving around and of course they composited like this desert background behind them and it doesn't look so good, but, um, they're taxiing people that are wearing bicycle helmets, uh, in, in like the, this container that's on the top of the scorpion robot. And there's some bad guys that, I, I guess... What
1: happened to airplanes? They have giant robots, but they don't have fucking airplanes? No
0: airplanes, no other... I mean, what about, like, Jeeps or or, or other, yeah, kinds, or of, yeah, Just yeah, other kinds of... Yeah, bus. Yeah, other kinds of modes of transportation throughout the desert. Like, those robots were clunky and
1: slow as oh, hell. Yeah. yeah, why people... Like, a bus can go, you know... 70 miles an hour? Sure.
0: Why is there no highway? Were all the
1: buses destroyed in the... That's what, I, that's what i would have to assume World War i don't know three or whatever it, you
0: know it's really you got to kind of try to wrap your head around um like the situation of the future like what's going on which i still don't really understand i guess that there yeah, were some nuclear there's no really there were nuclear wars at one time and there's a town nearby called crystal vista where which was abandoned in 1993 due to toxic waste or something to- toxic contamination yeah everybody sure. goes there like it's a uh uh like it's a tourist this destination fine. and everybody's yeah. fine yeah nobody's got hazmat suits they on just already. like are
1: hanging out in the post office for one scene yeah so
0: i don't know whatever but uh in any case uh there's these terrorists that have a tank that and the tank starts shooting laser gun laser beams Whoa. at the scorpion and drake the pilot is like i'm just gonna put the shields on and fuck up like i don't care but he he talks on his little like tube tv in his cockpit cockpit to the guy who like runs the taxi service of north america or whatever it is i don't know if he's the president i don't know who he is i thought he was like the leader of the military
1: his name whoever is,
0: that is his, his name <laughs> is rooney Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I honestly, I don't, they're all named like general and captain and lieutenant and shit. Yeah. The, the, uh,
1: Leslie Nielsen looking guy. That's the guy who you think looks like, yeah, okay. I could see that. Yeah. Mr.
0: Magoo. All right. So, uh, so Mr. Magoo, he says no Colonel Magoo. Yeah. He tells him, no, don't put on the shields. I want, you to turn them into shit stains. They're like, all right. So at the end of the scorpion, at the scorpion tail, (laughs) is like a laser gun. So they shoot the laser gun at this uh, tank. Tank blows up. That's the end of that. Um, So then we meet Barbara Crampton and her buddy, who's this blonde chick. And if any of you out there, um, so my wife watches this Real Housewives of Beverly Hills show. And that brunette is on the show. She's one of their reality show ladies. And so one day I was walking into the living room and that shows on and that lady's on the show. And I was like, Hey, I know who that lady is. She's in this low budget B grade (laughs) robot Wars movie that I've watched as a kid from the nineties. And she's like, Oh yeah, I guess she's been in a bunch of movies. She's, she's said on the show that she's never said no to a, no to a role. And I'm like, yeah, there I you can go. tell. There you
1: go. <laughs> Robot Wars is a Robot Wars. shining
0: example of that. Perfect. So I guess girl from Real Housewives is a uh, reporter, someone in the media. Barbara Crampton is, I guess, an archaeologist, which I didn't know until I read the back of the box. And who knew? They meet up with Drake and Stumpy, the pilots. They're like, hey, what the hell are you doing out there? There's people on this thing. You fucked up all my shit that was in my luggage. They've got tossed around in this taxi machine. And uh, Drake just wants to ask him over to uh, his place. But um, she she punches him in the in the in the eye. And then he says, I'm going to marry that girl. Yeah, he's obsessed. He's like Biff Tannen.
1: When he says you'll be
0: my wife, you know. <laughs> so then. Uh, uh, so then. Uh, you find out that there's these two these two Chinese guys, um, Wally and Sing. I guess they're from like another. I don't know. They're they're from like another alliance. I guess like this future like, China. There's there's feuding alliances. I guess that the alliance. But they're that, still communists. Something like that, right? Like like they they're yeah. they're called they're they They mentioned North-
1: something about. Communists, i, don't I
0: think know. so they said like north hemi they said like oh we got to take over or they i guess that they're in north hemi alliance and then the asian dudes wally and singer from some other alliance and they're like yeah no no we're cool we just want to like do a deal with you to buy some smaller versions of your big scorpion robot and like all right cool well yeah great and the whole time drake the pilot is like there's something fishy about those chinese guys you know, and there's like some weird feud that just happens for no reason between them. So, uh, the Chinese guys put on like a little show where they do like a combat thing with like these big sticks. And yeah, what uh,
1: was that about? I would think if it was just not- a. I
0: think it was just a show, like a demonstration, right?
1: Like, hey, I want to buy some robots from you. Let me show you how I can hit things with a stick. That,
0: yeah, that's why. I, that's what I'm thinking. That, Write a yeah. fucking check. They, I think they're just trying to, you know, sweeten the deal. You know, and Drake ends up kicking Wally's ass. Jane, what
1: deal has ever been sweetened <laughs> by someone? Like, for instance, you do auto detailing, yeah, right? I do. You opened yeah. up your own auto detailing business. Yeah. yeah. Now I come to you, I say, hey, here's my Toyota tundra. <laughs> I need this thing detailed inside and out. All and you right. say, okay, the price is going to be, let's say, $150. And I say, Oh, did I mention I know how to hit things with a <laughs> stick? Wear hey, now, as long as you're wearing uh,
0: as long as you're wearing some kind of um some kind How of Gib bib from a- Red Lobster. <laughs> Some kind of samurai suit. I'll get a discount. If you do, if you give me a show where you're hitting sticks with a samurai suit. Cool. Yes. I'd be like, all right, cool. I'll watch your samurai suit show. I'll give you a, I'll give you a discount on the detail.
1: Oh, all right. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. this This week's episode is sponsored by TV Auto Detailing. That's right. Hit things with a stick in a in a samurai outfit and get twenty five percent off with I, offer code I, Robot Wars. That's right.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Promo code Robot Wars. <laughs> uh, and, and and it was at this point in the movie where where you said. Dude, I don't have a fucking clue what's going on in this movie. <laughs> so I paused it during this during this stick fighting uh, 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 demonstration, and I had to kind of explain it. You were like, "You're like, what's going on? Are these guys are these guys opening up a Chinese food restaurant?"
1: It's seriously, <laughs> you would think that if you just watched the movie and I, didn't read the box. I guess so. Yeah.
0: Um. So then, uh. Drake goes up to Rooney and he's like something's fishy about these guys and Rooney's like you're off the force give me your badge you're you're on suspension <laughs> mister and so instead Drake and uh Stumpy Wait so is it
1: the if he works there is this a is this actually the military or is this a taxi service I think it's a taxi service So they're not even part of the military I don't really know Oh my god I really what don't know What is this really don't know uh, <laughs> I like their outfits, though. Their outfits are really great.
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody's got some pretty sweet outfits. I like how it's like half neon yellow with one big stripe of like super 90s, like purple and hunter green triangles. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. It looked like something like half of his shirt was taken from the uncle from Bobby's world. Oh, and then the other totally. half was taken from... uh like trancers yeah. or something and, like that, and there's
0: all like little strips of like uh, um, uh, <laughs> of like the checkerboard um, crash test dummy stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so let me
1: talk about this: the Burger Kings <laughs> oh, in this are. movie. Let's talk about the Burger Kings. In other words, now, do you know? Do you understand what I'm talking about when I call yeah, them Burger so, Kings? So basically,
0: there's like a terminal. It's like an airport terminal where people come on and off the Scorpion robot called the Mega. The 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 Maris Two, which is the name of the scorpion robot, and uh uh uh, and that's it's it's like a bus, it's like a fucking bus terminal, right, or or an airport terminal where people get them on and off the <laughs> the scorpion robot bus, and you think it looks like a Burger King?
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So mainly the I think every set looks like a Burger King because <laughs> so mainly the um the headquarters for. Uh, Robot Leslie Nielsen guy, whatever the government slash taxi service, (laughs) whatever it is, because, you know, in like the uh, in the 90s, in my experience anyway, um, every Burger King had that. Those like square tiles of thick glass that you would have oh, in like a shower. They were, you know what I mean. Everywhere back then. It, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. So you know what I mean. Yeah. it's the like a wall of uh,
0: glass tiles. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, like, they're King, like big, big glass black, tiles. I'm sorry, big clear glass cubes, right? Yeah, and People would use them for walls and stuff, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah, they were everywhere. And they were always in Burger King. Yeah, that's right. Always. Every Burger King had these glass cubes. And of course, the government, being in a post nuclear wasteland, has to put their headquarters in the only still standing. Quarters around, which are Burger Kings (laughs) constructed from the the finest glass cubes. They were the only establishments
0: (laughs) to survive the nuclear wars of 1993.
1: That's right. So that is my theory. After (laughs) World War III, the only structures still standing were Burger Kings. It's because of the glass cubes. that's why, because of the glass cubes, they deflected (laughs) the nuclear... (laughs) <laughs> uh rays yeah, or whatever yeah, that's exactly what i'm not was. a scientist so they retrofitted so, these burger
0: kings into their headquarters
1: exactly yeah,
0: perfect and the headquarters they all have these uh, burger king cubes that's right yep i i don't you know, that's exactly what i think that they that they were trying to tell remember i was talking about the whole like you got to use your imagination thing right that was exactly. a whole part exactly yeah we're
1: filling in the gaps here that's right um, <laughs> <All right>. so <laughs> I would have loved if just in the middle of uh, in the middle of like the Leslie Nielsen looking guy and Jake Busey looking guy fighting like we can't have this robot come in here and give it up to the commies. He's like, you don't know how, how many pilots we're lost in World War III. I'm not doing it. I can't drive this robot for more murder. And then some guy just comes up, like, uh, hey, yeah, can I get a Whopper, uh <laughs> double Whopper, no pickles, please? And there's like, okay, would you like fries with that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, you goes, that'll, be, that'll be $5.95 future bucks. <laughs> Thank future you. Future bucks? All right, now let's go blow up that scorpion robot. <laughs>
0: Maybe there you uh, go. maybe the big kids meal comes with a little toy scorpion <laughs> robot, and then and then like you know you go through the drive through with your grandma and you get the scorpion robot and you're like I already got this toy so then your grandma goes it takes a U turn goes back to the drive through and goes yeah my my grandson already got this toy can I get another one oh, yeah all right so you drive back up and they like pull out the box and they're going through the box of toys and they're like, how about this one? Yeah, I already got that one too. Oh, fuck. all right. How about this? No, I don't have that one. Here you go, kid. <laughs> True story. That happened to me at, the uh, at Burger King, at, at the, at the future Burger King with my grandma. Oh, wow. Yep. What toy was it? Do you know? Uh, I think it might've been the back to the future toys. I I was oh, I was bananas the with the stuff. Back to the Future toys back in the. I remember. Oh God! Oh yeah! I used to go to my dad and be like, "It was dad, Back to the Future cartoon." Oh yeah, yeah, that was for the cartoon, and they had like the coolest. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, actually, you know what? No, do you know what it was? That was for McDonald's because they had the McDonald's boxes. So the Burger King. Right. I'm sure. I think I went through the Burger King because that was around the corner from my grandma's house in Grafton, and um, I don't remember what the toys were. Tell you the truth. I know there was a Delorean, and then there was yeah for the for the um, McDonald's toys. Yeah, you got the the Delorean, you got the train. Uh, you had one with like Jules and Vern the kids. Yeah, I think there. Then I think one with Doc. Was there one with Marty on the skateboard or something? I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe. Either way, like a skateboard. I think it was a skateboard. You pull back, and then you know he goes forward. Um, I, you know what, you know what it could have been? I think they had Burger King kids club toys. And I remember getting a kid vid, uh, action figure that might have been during that time. I don't remember, but well, I
1: hope you hold on to it. Cause when world war three comes around, that's going to be handy to I, have on your side. I bet. Absolutely. The ultimate weapon. <laughs> Man, I could see kid vid piloting one of these robots. Oh, I could too that would be great if this actually was a Burger King tie-in and they had Kid Vid like fighting the Chinese government (laughs) with robots (laughs) I would like this movie a lot more
0: Uh, there was a well like the terrorists that they call centros in this movie they kind of look like Kid Vid they got like the big visor sunglasses Mm, yeah a little bit maybe that's sort of like one
1: dude one one of the extras was the best part of this movie oh, when the <laughs> absolutely. when the uh when the centros invade the invade the uh the burger king slash airport <laughs> and they like shoot up the place with their lasers and there's one dude he kind of looks like dr disrespect if you know who that is no he's got sunglasses on in a big old thick mustache and like these 80s uh like you know, future world war three clothes on. <laughs> and he's like, stand. the crowd is like getting shot up. And this guy's like standing in the
0: background, <laughs> dancing around. <laughs> you know, what he reminds me of, you remember, do you remember the movie Miami connection? Yeah. Remember we watched it? There was one of the members in the band and they're all driving down the beach. One of them oh. has like a mullet and he's like, right. like trying to like flex yeah. his muscles he's in front flexing. of all the women. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah, that fucking yeah. guy. Oh, it's man, that guy right. with like these it's big macho dude. man, Randy Savage glasses. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Best part of the movie. Best part. Um, no, really, that was the best part. Was that guy yeah, in the Yeah, It seriously is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so literally this whole all right, let me explain 58 minutes of this movie. Fucking Please people do. talking. That's it. It's people fucking talking. So we go to uh you're you're told that Drake and Stumpy go and like they go on some covert ops marine mission or something out in the desert. Yeah, what but they're bus drivers essentially. Yeah, I so I don't I mean, so is the bus service a part of the military? I have no fucking clue. Anywho, we show up to there's just like some garbage on the ground. There's like car parts and shit. And you're supposed to assume that I don't know, like, did a shootout just happen here? Why is there junk on the ground? I have no fucking idea. I think it's just a wasteland. Yeah, maybe it's just, just a wasteland. Residual garbage. So then you got some of the terrorist guys are hanging out and uh, Who really have nothing to do with the movie. Oh, really? Because they, they're not the main bad guys no. at all. Yeah. Uh, so they're just kind of hanging out. That's just world building. It could be. Because it's the future. So you got to you gotta tell people it's what's going fu- on. You got to you know? build it up. Yeah. So uh, uh, Drake shoots these guys. And as he shoots them, they're just kind of like... Uh, when they die, they don't like only one <laughs> of just them. Is like, what? like, like fucking dies. What, I think, like, probably the director who is Charles Band's dad, Al al Band, Albert Band, he just was like, bang, you're dead, bang, you're dead, like in the background when they were probably fall shooting. Down, this. Fall down, yeah, fall down. on his
1: megaphone. Fall, fall, number one, fall. No, you're number two.
0: And so they just nonchalantly fall, except for one guy who actually took it seriously. And uh, <laughs> so after that, they go to the bar, uh, drink and stuff. you go to the bar. They're drinking uh blue drink, um, mm, blue drink, nice blue drink.
1: And and they're fighting with my pal twos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
0: little like toy robots on the on the bar table that they're I don't know. It's not even rock and sock and robots. I don't know.
1: No, they're like wind up, like they're yeah. supposed to be like a future version of Rock'em Sock'em robots, Yeah, because they do have some sort of control mechanism, and there's like a hologram uh, like boxing ring yeah, yeah. thing that shows up every once in a while, but they're clearly just wind up robots, and they're like just moving around the table, and they have to reposition them yeah. and wind them back up so
0: that they fight. Um. Don't ask me what the fuck they talk about. I just know Drake is like, I've had it up to here with... Working this scorpion robot taxi service, I don't like <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, and then on the other end, there's another storyline going on where Barbara Crampton and her friend are hanging out in this this 1993 ghost town of Crystal Vista, and uh, Barbara Crampton thinks. But how did they get there? Oh, they take the they take the scorpion robot to get there. They take the taxi but the service. Scorpion
1: robot. But the airport was already held up. No, not at this point. Jesus Christ! Not at this point, so are the Cr- only two people that escaped.
0: No, 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 nothing yet. No, 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 nothing bad has happened yet at this point. There's no, oh my there's God. Been no, no Chinese food restaurant invasion yet. Oh, okay. so, uh, so Barbara Crampton and her friend they go like underground in some of the abandoned buildings, like a town hall and shit, and they find like robot parts down there. And they're like, okay, we think that maybe there's like some some weapons from world war three uh or the, the nuclear war of 1993 or whatever that might be down here um so yeah we, we got to go public with this because you're in the media brunette friend you know and then uh so she so Barbara Cranton goes to her brunette friend and she's like go to the go to the Burger King bus terminal I'll meet back with you soon I'm gonna do <laughs> some more digging around so the fucking terrorists show up they shoot laser beams at each some other. chicken fries while you're there yeah have some have some uh uh, chick fries and 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 some uh, ninety nine cent pancake flapjacks. Give me some Cheetos, mac and cheese bites. Yeah. And uh, so the whole afternoon is Boba Crampton running away from these Central terrorists, and that is when the terrorists go in and invade the Burger King bus terminal, and they shoot up the pilot, Captain Balls, who's. <laughs> the other this guy captain balls he's the he's the other uh pilot of one of the ro- of the scorpion taxi robot and they i guess this this uh chinese leader guy wally i guess wants to take over the robot to take over the world or something like that it's not really explained i don't i don't take know. over the robots take over the world it's that so? easy because it's the last mega robot and it's got lasers on its then why are they trying to buy more robots? Oh, not to mention that the, the little other robots the little, don't exist. The little robots that they would buy wouldn't have any laser beams on them. I remember they said they would be they wouldn't have laser beams. But I think they just wanted to go there and act as if they wanted to buy little scorpion robots with the intent of just hijacking the big Ro- mega yeah, scorpion yeah, robot. Yeah. And then for no reason, okay. So uh, they take all the hostages that are in the Burger King. Uh, in the Burger King bus terminal. They put him inside the robot and they go for a little cruise down in the desert at night. And And it looks like they're in outer space. Looks like they're in outer space. Yeah, yeah. the background is just stars. There's no like landscape. It's just stars. I thought
1: that they like flew up into (laughs) outer space at this point. But no, they're just on the ground because they keyed out the blue screen and they just put stars. Instead of putting a horizon or anything, just stars. Just stars. And then they throw some guy out of the window. Yep. And I would assume he I thought he was gonna get like suck everything <laughs> this, out of the window this, and everything. it out was space. gonna Yeah, everything was gonna go, you know, at
0: aliens. Yeah. But no. Nope. Uh so there's this big pyramid out in the middle of the out in the middle of the Gotta uh, shoot that pyramid, man. And he goes to shoot it and like some of the rock outside comes off, but I guess there's like some steel plate. And he's literally shooting at this thing from night, from dusk till dawn. He's <laughs> shooting one <laughs> continuous laser beam at this pyramid and it doesn't do shit. I have no idea what's in the pyramid. I don't think that they explain anything about the pyramid. I don't no. know why he's shooting at the shooting the lasers at the pyramid. I have no fucking idea. Maybe it was target practice. Maybe it's target. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anywho uh, Drake and Stumpy go and save Barbara Crampton because she's been at, over in Crystal Vista, the this the abandoned city, and they shoot up some of the bad guys. One of them is Sing, who was Wally, the Chinese bad guys' like right hand man. Um. So then they go. Well, under- apparently, according to him, in the video zone.
1: Is the comic relief. Yes. Even though I don't think but he, he is not. He doesn't do anything funny. And even when we saw him in the video zone, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> when was he in the movie? He's Barely in the movie <laughs> at all. I didn't remember him at all. I think he had like one line and that was it. Oh, uh, but he is the comic relief. Maybe so, he got cut out. I don't know. He so, was too funny. What a test think, audiences? What
0: this is a full movie? You think that there were test audiences? <laughs> alright everybody I'm Charles Band and we're gonna test this 50 minute movie if you don't like it fuck you <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna put it out anyway so uh, what they did was uh, they think that there's so Barbara Crampton has reason to believe <laughs> what appears that to have there's a, an old <laughs> <laughs> that there's a yeah, that there's like still parts of the robot that have been buried underneath this city I'm sorry, this, this, this ghost town.
1: Slunky, Slunky's grandfather buried the robots under a school slash Burger King. Yeah, exactly.
0: And slash submarine. (laughs) So they go into like the sub, the submarine sub, uh, the tunnels and they're like, wow, it's like all the robot pieces are still here. And then like they find the cockpit and they're like, wow, I think the whole robot is just here buried under the ground. So they turn the fucking thing on the robot bursts through the ground and uh and you find out oh my god it's mega one the last big
1: robot that they thought had been wait, wait that's when they <sighs> that's when they go there with drake and slunky right
0: yeah 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 Yeah, they go into the and cockpit and then the
1: brunette girl the the reporter has just
0: disappeared <clears throat> no 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 the reporter was kidnapped with all the people in the burger king bus terminal and she was stuck uh, inside but how did she get back there get back oh because what happened was Barbara crampton was with drake and stumpy Brown brunette girl was waiting for Bobby. She sent her
1: to pick up the chicken fries, the chicken fries, and then, and then while she was ordering her chicken fries at the bus station, the terrorists came in. Then that's when the cyborgs or the sentinels or whoever came in in from one side, and then the Chinese government came in from the other side. Yes, and they said, We're turning this Burger King into a PF (laughs) chain. That's right. And,
0: Happy uh, hour from four to nine, and uh, uh, so oh yeah, so the big robot. This is it, guys. We've been we've been just about almost an hour into this movie, and, and finally, but a so, robot so I,
1: we gotta say, Stumpy said that there was I think at the bar when they were playing Rock'em Sock'em robots. Yeah, Stumpy's like, you know, my grandfather hid a giant robot somewhere in a school. You know, and then Drake is like, that's fucking stupid. What are you talking about? How do you hide a giant robot? And then Stumpy's like, I don't know. He just did it. Uh, yeah. We should, <laughs> and yeah, found we should it. find it. The, and then they f- just find this robot. Yeah. And it's perfectly all together. And then Stumpy has to go. Works. Not be not not right off the bat. Yeah. They all go to the robot. It, which is hidden in a submarine underground, which used to be a school. Yeah. Because it has one of those doors that opens up with, like, the circular fucking mechanism. Yeah, it's a submarine mechanism. door. I don't know what to call it. A submarine door, yeah. There you go. Everybody knows what a submarine door is. And then the robot is just inside the submarine door. Yeah. I don't know how it fits, <laughs> but it does. Uh, there and, you go. And, uh, and then they turn it on, uh, and then... Stumpy's like, there's a malfunction. Someone spilt root beer on the on the mainframe of the robot. And then Stumpy's like, I got to fix this. And then he climbs down to the middle of the robot, which also looks like a submarine slash Burger King. And all he has to do is flip a switch. That's and it. then, But Drake is like, the robot's going to explode. And he's just like pressing buttons. And it's clearly not going to, like, nobody knows what's going on yeah uh, just it flip like, the switches. Yeah, he's just gotta flip this one switch, and then he's like,
0: okay, the robot's fine now. How do the batteries for the robot still work? You think the batteries would have been like oozing with battery acid by this point? <laughs> I mean, the thing could have been under the ground for like 50 years, for all you know. Right? I don't know how the batteries still work. I could
1: not tell you. I have never built a giant megalith robot before. Ah well.
0: Anywho, robot. Comes if you the- are a robot scientist, <laughs> if, yeah, if you're a robot scientist, let us know. Talk to us on. Let the, us know. Talk to us. Get on, in touch with us on the Gmail.
1: That's right. All right. What were you
0: saying? Uh, so he bursts finally, out of the pie crust. It's finally time for the robots to fight, and Drake is like, "Time to take out the garbage scumbag." and <laughs> wait
1: but aren't there a bunch of innocent people on
0: the main robot too they are so what drake all does all the hostages are on yeah, there yeah so all the so so in that compartment on top of the scorpion robot drake takes yeah. the drake takes the mega one robot and he grabs the compartment and he rips it off of the scorpion and puts it down safely oh, on the ground and okay. that's when brunette girl and all the other people that were inside kind of get out and they're like oh we're free you know let's go run out i to did the- not go run out to the that. desert wasteland yeah let's get burned no, we talked about this when we were watching the movie how come this chinese this chinese guy like takes all these people hostage and they commandeer this big weapon robot right and they just send the pilot and his mechanic to go save the day they didn't send in yeah. the army the military no, no police. No, nobody. Nobody else went sent in no. to go save the day except for these two guys. That's it. Because he's the only guy that knows how to
1: pilot a robot. And he didn't even go like he had to find another robot. They didn't even tell him to find another robot, did they?
0: No, no. They just happened to be over they, there. They just happened to they, know they, where they it saved, was. Well, they saved Barbara Crampton. And she's just like, hey, by the way. I think I might know where some of these robot parts are if you want to follow me. And that's when they found the whole robot, the whole kit and caboodle under the ground.
1: Right. So what? So if Barbara Crimpton didn't know where the hidden robot was, oh, the government would have, would have just sent these two random guys, a bus driver and a mechanic to fight the Chinese government. Yep. Exactly. What the fuck were they supposed to do? Hey, man, that's the Burger King future for you. I guess so. You know? I, maybe Kid Vid grew up to become <laughs> the president. Maybe this this Leslie Nielsen character is Kid Vid. Ooh, all grown up. Could be.
0: I think that's... That's my new theory. They should have made a prequel that started at, at the Burger King. The original Burger King. Ooh. He is the Burger King.
1: Could have called the it... The Burger Empire
0: robot wars kid vid origins or something <laughs> if it was a marvel movie yeah uh so uh so they fight for for maybe 1 to 2 minutes and what happens is uh the scorpion robot gets the mega 1 robot on the ground goes on top of it and the mega 1 robot has laser tits it fucking shoots <laughs> its laser tits at the scorpion robot and that just that blows it up a little bit but it doesn't like blow it up like the guy inside he's still alive uh, Wally the bad guy you don't see him die or anything there's just like a smoke machine and some sparks in his cockpit and that's it and then you think okay he's defeated and everybody over at the at the bus at the the at the at headquarters is like "Whoa, Whoa great, yeah. Yeah, yeah they beat him all right and uh, Drake kisses barbara crampton they make out and
1: right and at this point i was like okay they just defeated the." it's been two minutes of robot fighting they defeated the main robot and at this point they were like getting they were celebrating drake and barbara crampton were like well we killed the robot we better kiss that's right. And at this point, I was like, "Okay, the bad guy's gonna come back, and the robot is gonna be twice as big, or have some sort <laughs> of, you know robot what I mean?"
0: Grow. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> like something completely outlandish is gonna happen, and they're gonna have to fight even more. This is the coup de grace of the
0: robot war. No, it's over. The movie's over. That's it. So I hit the little, uh, the timer button on my VCR to see how long it was an it. Hour and four minutes. This, that included all the trailers at the beginning of the tape and, and everything. So the movie itself is probably under an hour at the guess easily, easily, easily. This is a feature film folks from, from full moon entertainment. I had no idea how fucking short this movie was until watching it now. I had no idea. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of glad it was as short as it was. Yeah. Otherwise, that means there would have been much more padding. Oh and yeah. Like m- recent full moon movies have so much padding in them, and it's come on. Yeah, we I, don't I need agree. that. I just get to the robots. That's what we want to see. And we saw if there could have been more robots. For yeah,
0: would have Marvel liked Wars, more robots. Um. So now we'll get into what probably is except for that guy with the sunglasses from Miami connection who pops up in the background for that one scene. Yeah. The best part of the tape is the next half hour of the tape, which is the full moon video zone,
1: the video bones, bone
0: zone. And that was hands down the best part of the tape where they showed you some behind the scenes and all kinds of cool shit. So it started off with Charles band showing up and he's like, Hey everybody, hope you enjoyed robot wars Uh, coming up with our summer lineup is Subspecies 2, uh, Dr. Mordred. Oh, and we're working on the new Puppet Master 4. Here are some screenshots of the poster and some uh, storyboards. It's going to be a fucking kick-ass Puppet Master movie. And then we go into a making of Robot Wars where they had some uh, uh, interviews with the cast and crew and they showed some pretty sweet behind the scenes of how they did the robot effects. Like some of it was uh, like a model and they would have like a high speed film and they would play it back at normal speed. So it would make it look like it's big and heavy. And some of it was stop motion animation. Ah, that shit was pretty neat. There was some really boring shit where like the lady is trying to tell you about blue screen and how they used to do chroma key effects and how like fucking complicated it used to be. And for when they were doing the stop motion, I was like, "Oh, this is cool."
1: And then the uh, the stop motion artist was like, "Yeah, they're gonna composite an explosion over this part, so I don't really care how well I do the stop motion."
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then, like at the beginning, he
1: legitimately said that. Yeah, and he's like,
0: "I don't really care." He seems so grumpy. Yourself, man. At the beginning, he goes, he goes he goes like, "So do you want me to like explain what I'm doing?" And the person behind the camera goes, "Yeah, if you don't mind." (laughs) <laughs> he was he probably was not getting he was
1: working for favors probably for sure
0: <laughs> this animation was uh, phoned in
1: i mean it looked really good though in the movie oh, it, legit the the animation looks great the robots look amazing absolutely. i love it it's fucking great best part yeah, of the, the movie, lasers other is other involved, than, uh, guy
0: in the uh, burger king airport yeah so uh So then after that, we go to a really fucking boring, like 15 minute long thing of Richard Band, who's Charles Band's brother, talking about composing the music for their upcoming movie, Dr. Mordred, um, which is a pretty fucking good movie. I do have that, too. Um, But it's like so fucking long. He's like in front of like six keyboards and he's going through it. And it just took too fucking long for me. But yeah, after that, they showed some more trailers. One of them again was for subspecies two. And then there was one more, but I don't remember what the hell it was. Do you remember?
1: Um, trancers oh, three or four. Fuck yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one for trancers three, which is fucking great. I'm a huge, huge, huge trancers fan.
1: I haven't seen any of the oh, transfers. I need to, dude. Let's because that looked fucking amazing. Trans there's five. No, there's six transfers. I think movies. I have the first one on
0: tape. Yeah, transfers one through three are fucking great. Transfers four through six are dog shit, and I don't Okey have. Dokie, I don't own four through six on VHS. I have the whole collection on DVD. But not mm. which which I had signed by Charles Band back when we met him at Rock, Rock and Stock, oh, yeah, Rock, Rock and, and Shock, and yeah. Worcester a uh, million years ago. But, um, uh, uh, but yeah, anywho, uh, yeah, Transfers, man, we gotta fucking watch some Trancers for the show. Movies, yeah, those movies are great. I'm down for that. Um, yeah, so it was that there was a trailer for Dr. Mordred, and then one of the fucking best parts of the Tate was this chick, I don't know who the fuck she was, but she was hawking. Full moon merchandise. Yeah, she's like, get a full moon tattoo, get a full moon flamethrower,
1: buy a T-shirt. You can get uh fucking CDs and then you can see a uh, psychotic symphony at Tower Records, which is out of business. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking great. <laughs> they go to Tower
0: Records and they're like, yeah, you can get all of Richard Bann's orchestral soundtracks from all your favorite full moon movies. And fucking two of the guys from this uh, psychotic symphony were just hanging out. Talking about yeah. bad channels. They're like, oh, we're over here listening to our bad channel soundtrack. It that like- was great. Except that only they were
1: only in it for like three seconds. And that yeah. was a little uh I want more psychotic symphony. Yeah.
0: So they ended up going to all these different establishments, which are probably all fucking closed by now or all out of business. They went to a comic oh, book yes, shop. They are. They went to like some poster shop that's probably gone. Probably that tattoo shop's probably gone. Actually, the poster shop,
1: I think, is still around because I live around that area and there is, I don't know if the name is the same, but there is a book and poster shop dude, on I bet Hollywood you... Boulevard that might be the same place. And the comic store, I think, recently closed. Oh, shit. But there's another comic
0: store in the area. You know what, dude? <laughs> I bet you if you went to that book and poster store, all those full moon posters are probably still up on the wall. Oh, they haven't sold them yet. They haven't sold them. Um, And uh, I thought it was just so cool to kind of go back in time to this. You know, the way I think about it is like this is a time when Full Moon was like, all right, this is the video store boom. How can we capitalize this? Charles Band was like, holy shit, what a great idea. We're not just going to oh, make actually, movies. Oh, actually, sorry.
1: I was just looking it up. The comic store is still open. Oh, no shit.
0: Cool. Yeah, I've been there before. It's nice. Golden
1: Apple Comics. It must have been another comic book store just closed down. Oh. But golden Apple Comics. Go get your Full Moon Puppet Master comics from them. <laughs> there you go. Um,
0: so uh, one thing that I thought is just so cool about, like, the video zone stuff was, like, they put these, you know, again, this was the golden age of Full Moon they were like, "All right, we're not just gonna make these low-budget movies and send them out. We're gonna make like a fan club. So there was a fucking hotline phone number, like a one-eight-hundred phone number to call, fucking Charles Band or the people over at the Full Moon offices. There was a, a there was a, a a mail a mail-in thing, so you could become a member where you get a T-shirt, a fucking newsletter in the mail, all this shit mm. from Full Moon. So it, like, it wasn't just this production company like Media or Trimark or Vid Vidmark or any of these other companies who just." distributed movies. These guys made the movies. You know, Charles Band made the movies, distributed them, and like put all this behind the scenes shit and all this stuff as if it was like a fucking club. You know what I mean? That you would I mean it was, yeah. That's what's just I just what blows my mind about full moon back in the nineties was how they orchestrated and nobody else was doing this. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. They built like their own full moon community. Exactly.
1: It it worked really well. I mean, everyone knows or, you know, if you're plugged into like independent film at all or like horror movies or anything, you know, full moon and you're probably aware of the fan club. Yeah, you
0: I know? wish I could go back in time and sign up for the fan club. And like, I would love to read the mailed in newsletters that you used to get. And like they had, dude, dude they were talking about like fucking trading cards and all this shit. Like what happened? Yeah, all this they stuff. had a whole bunch of shit. I bet you all I this know. shit I mean, is long gone. Honestly,
1: because you know? full moon, like their movies got really not great for a while. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say it. Sorry. Yeah. Once they Charles hit, the, uh,
0: once they hit the two thousands, re- a lot of the movies kind of sucked.
1: Yeah, I mean after after uh, Ginger Dead Man three, I think <laughs> yeah. it kind of went downhill. <laughs> I do. I, I'm serious. I like the Ginger Dead Man movies. I yeah, think those are great.
0: Ginger Dead Man movies uh, again.
1: <clears> but. But yeah, there was just a, like a lot of like other stuff that well, just back in I the,
0: in the two in their in like the late, the, the last sort of time of VHS or when DVD was starting to come in, they were trying to branch out and do other stuff. So they had like their urban movies. Um, so they came out with uh Killjoy. It basically, they were like black exploitation movies, right? That they came out with. Um, and they tried some other uh, distribution stuff at the time. And none of it really clicked any better than when it did back in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like they kind of lost it. I think they still have a bit of a community today. I think they're still making some stuff. I think they're making. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, they have they just made that new <laughs> Puppet Master movie. Yep. And uh, they did. They have their like streaming service that you yeah. can sign up for and everything. So they're still out there for sure. I think I feel like they they might be starting to come back into things. because yeah. with The new Puppet Master and everything. They might be trying to go back to form
0: i feel i I like that they're doing that because i remember for a very long time they were focusing on weed stuff everything was fucking evil bomb oh my god and it's just like it was nothing but weed movie after weed movie after weed or or some kind of weed reference all the time and i was like just make some fucking puppet master movies and And that's that's one
1: thing that annoyed the (sighs) shit out of me It from like 1996 until Ah, uh, even recently, like oh, yeah. maybe twenty fifteen or oh, something, yeah. every fucking horror movie has to be about teenagers smoking weed somewhere or something. Get you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so well,
0: think, fucking annoying. Think of um uh well like uh Jason X, like that one kid was basically a rip-up of Jason Muse. You know, right, you've seen Jason. Oh, wait, shit! have you not seen Jason X? I haven't seen Jason. Oh, X. Oh, there's a character in it who is a complete and utter ripoff of Jay of Jay and Silent Bob. He, they dressed him okay, up and everything. he's sure. like, sure, it's him. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. Everything had to have some kind of like dope reference. Yeah, or there's
1: always a story like I think of Jack Black and <laughs> I still know what you did last yeah, summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Selling weed. And like every movie, it, even like uh the new the remake of Friday the thirteenth, which I like. It's a fun movie. Uh but like the like it opens up with like teenagers like going to a weed garden or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus
0: Christ. I feel like yeah, even um the last two leprechaun movies, Leprechaun in the Hood, Leprechaun Back to the Hood, there was a lot of that too. And I just felt like, yeah, there was
1: like I, I mean that makes
0: more sense. Uh,
1: like yeah. he's dealing with drug dealers or something? Yeah, yeah. You
0: but yeah know you were, what I, mean? I felt like there was like this whole like weed exploitation thing going on in horror yeah, movies. Yeah, for sure. Weed horror exploitation going on for, right. for like a weed good horror. decade at least, you know what I mean? Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah. It was you couldn't watch a horror movie without without it. Yeah.
0: Um, but in any case, uh so that was robot wars. Yeah. yeah. That's it. robot wars. Yeah. Join
1: the full moon fan you club. Got a
0: 55 minute movie in a half an hour video zone. So that was that. Um, so how would you rate robot wars? What are we rating it out of? What uh, are we using? I'm going to say out of Burger King, Burger King, future Burger King bus terminals how's that future
1: burger king bus terminals all right let me uh look up the imdb first all right,
0: i'm gonna go on uh, amazon and look up see what the hell people rated this on amazon all
1: right uh okay so what out of 10 do you think the people of imdb rated robot wars it's out of 10. I think they 10, rated it probably like a 3.2. Very close. 4.1. No shit. Better than uh, you would have thought. Yes. Yeah. Out too of 880 bad. reviews. Not too shabby. Not too bad. Not
0: too shabby. All right. Let's see here. I am on Amazon and there's almost nothing on here about Robot Wars. There's a... Uh, okay. There's a DVD double feature of Robot Wars and Crash and Burn. Crash and Burn being another um that's another full moon movie from that time. Crash
1: and Burn being the uh the skate rat semi-pinball machine at Chuck E. Cheese, where you have the ball oh. and you can't you try to tilt the table and not fall in the holes and get through the maze. That's right. The, the yellow
0: rat on a skateboard. I forgot all about that. Holy shit. <laughs> I love that game. I'm going to have to YouTube that and see if there's anything else with that on there. Yeah. All right. So all that you can find on, on, oh wait, oh, here we go. The DVD of just Robot Wars instead of this double feature. Oh wait, no, it says an okay. audio CD. Okay. But it says format. Okay. It doesn't make, all right. doesn't matter. Anywho. All right. I think this is it. All right, out of five, okay. <laughs> out of five, there's 29 <laughs> customer reviews of Robot Wars 29. on D. What do you think? Out of five, I'm gonna say
1: three and a half.
0: You are right on the money. Holy wow. macaroni! Oh my god, dude! If this was The Price Is Right, uh, uh, he probably would have uh, Drew Carey would have. Like, I'm taking out $100 home that, that dishwasher. Of, yeah, yeah, you would have. You would have won the Showcase Showdown. You know, whoa. <laughs> uh, so, anywho, yeah, out of twenty nine reviews, um, one guy gave it one star because it has no English subtitles. Um, okay, is it in a foreign language? I I don't know. Uh, some guy said good Maybe. effort, but no match for Robot Jocks. I'm not gonna lie, Robot Jocks is definitely a more superior movie. One guy says sure. classic stop motion action. Totally agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, one guy just says three stars. Another campy B movie, always worth watching. So,
1: all right, um, there you go. So right. I gotta say, this Robot Wars reminded me a lot of um, Atlantic Rim, not not Pacific Rim. Atlantic Rim. The, wait, is that yes, an asylum Atlantic ripoff? Rim job? It's the Asylum ripoff. Oh, the mockbuster. Atlantic Rim it was it's eerily similar to that movie you've actually watched except it except CGI's well when me and Chris Chris came out to visits yeah. and work on our latest movie adult ADR coming soon and um, we were just we'd be editing all day and then all night we'd watch shitty movies so Atlantic
0: Rim was one of those movies <laughs> was Atlantic and Rim is also a- under
1: an hour No, I think there was a lot of padding in Atlantic Rim. It is not good. Anyway, I just got to say that if you've seen Atlantic Rim, you've seen it's like a remake of Robot Wars.
0: I think I want to watch it now. No, dude. It's too bad Uh, the fucking Hollywood (laughs) video on Park Avenue Worcester isn't there anymore because you and I used to rent a lot of Asylum movies back then.
1: Alien takes on the predator. Yeah, yeah it, was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it
0: was like, it was like aliens versus predators or something. Alien yeah, versus the predators or something. the worst day for
1: night I've ever seen in my oh, life. It's
0: fucking terrible.
1: Uh, uh, anywho, all right, okay. So had out, out of out of ten Burger King airport terminals, what would I rate? Robot Wars. What would you rate it? Robot Wars. I'm giving you. Six Burger King Terminal Airports, six animal burger ports. That's kind of low for you, Robot Wars. It is kind (coughs) of low for me. Then again, you didn't understand a
0: goddamn thing that was going on in the movie. I
1: had no idea what this movie was about. I thought it was about a Chinese restaurant franchise uh, fighting a war against America. (laughs) Um, And I still think I'm right. So, I mean, there, there is so much talking and like boring stuff. I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on. Hey, you know, uh, you it's, could- it's not bad. Like, I would definitely watch this again. But, you know, not for a while. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it I, there's not enough robots in it, man. There's some cool laser beams and stuff, and that that uh, '80s dude in the airport, he was great. Uh, so he threw, he gives it an extra star. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's just not enough to keep me interested.
0: You know, why don't you call up Asylum and say, "Hey, listen, guys, I want to make my own version, my own knockoff version of Robot Wars. We're gonna call it Robotic Wars."
1: <laughs> robotic Wars. It's, it's about this Chinese
0: food restaurant taking over America. <laughs> <laughs> now I would watch that movie. Yeah. Maybe I'll see you at a kiosk at Rock and Shock one of these days, hawking robotic, pitching wars. <laughs>
1: robotic wars. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> selling DVDs and Blu-ray
1: combos of Robotic Wars. I'm into it. All right, Dane Train.
0: All right, you're. This up. is this is gonna be really hard for me because. I love the shit out of this movie when I was a kid. It's the very first full moon movie I ever saw. Got me in the full moon. Uh, I I just I have so I, I again, I see this movie through roasted glasses, but I have to kind of think about it as I see it today as an no, adult. No, just
1: think. it. I mean, you can let the nostalgia. Yeah? Run. That's whole. OK. Part, yeah. I mean, don't let don't, you don't have to. All right. You know, subjectively look at this thing. All right. Then I'm going to give it. I'm gonna
0: give it. I'm gonna give it uh uh eight. So I'm gonna give it eight Burger King bus terminals plus no eight and a half, and the half is just the drive through that you go through twice because you didn't get the right toy after the first time, and you, and you tell your grandma you, you already have that toy, and she goes through the drive through again and tells him to get you a new toy. Yep. So eight and a, I guess eight and a half out of ten. Burking bus terminals with a shit ton of glass cube walls. And <laughs> I give it that because I fucking love this movie when I was a kid. Uh got me into full moon. Uh I I love the full moon video zone at the end where they show you how to do all that shit. You know, all the behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, that was good. That I was love, fun. I love the fucking trailers to all those full moon movies, like the Bloodstone and Trancers and fucking pre hysteria. Um, fucking great trailers on the tape. Um, the cover to this movie is the fucking coolest. I wish I had a poster of it. In fact, yeah, I think, that is a great poster. I think you can buy, I think they're really cheap too. I think Charles band will art, will autograph posters on their website. So if you buy posters from full moon or whatever the fuck it is, I think he signs them or something, but uh, I would love to get a robot wars poster. It's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, but uh uh you know what it, it it you know where I got a lot of inspiration from this from was uh you remember when I made that Sabretooth biker movie poster oh, for you? Oh yeah wicked similar to totally the Robot Wars that. poster, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I can totally see that. <laughs> so uh Oh wow Yeah, yeah. So that's uh that that's that's my thought of Robot Wars. If so I of course I would definitely rewind it. I'd watch this movie probably once every 5 to 10 years i guess 5 to five, 10, ten years, years i rewatch robot wars and in between it's i would watch other full moon movies that's right yeah so you don't have much to lose but then again i think it's almost a 90 minute movie if you count all the the full moon video zone and all the other shit that you get in there too you know what i mean yeah yeah then it becomes a 90 minute adventure but you know but uh yeah, so that is that is Robot Wars from 1993.
1: Now, if you were a, if you were still little Dane train, yeah. little Dane caboose, what <laughs> would you, what would you uh, rate it as a, as a kid renting this from Browns? Uh, since
0: it's made in 1993, I would have given it 1993. B- present day Burger King's 90s, 1993 Burger King's out of 10 Burger King terminals. Wow, that's off the charts. I would have given it 1,993 Kid Vid action figures from the Burger King drive through out of 10 Kid Vid Burger King action figures.
1: Good what? call. So, I guess if you saw this movie as a kid, definitely
0: watch it again. Yes, if yeah. you liked it as a kid. Revisit it. Definitely. Um, And even if you're if you are a full moon fan, check it out. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you're just a big old full mooner,
1: watch this movie. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's worth 90. I mean, it's a fucking hour long. You're not going to. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yeah. There's it's, some funny stuff in it. It's some, you know, it's, a you know, if you're,
0: if you're like me and you are nostalgic for. Kind of early 90s effects with stop motion or old school. Oh, chrom- yeah. Old school key, you know, chroma key, blue screen stuff. It's fucking great. The music from Richard Band is fucking great. I love the theme song. I I, I yeah, just think it's a great like
1: timestamp for the era. Oh, of yeah. Independent sci fi like yeah. and full moon of the time. It is like this is what movies look like. Right at this moment, yes, you absolutely. Know? This is what movies look like on, on a low budget right now in 1993, and there's a lot of nostalgic value to that. Definitely, and so it's it's worth it just for that, for sure. I don't,
0: I don't know if you caught it. There was one quick shot when the tourists. It's like some B-roll shot of the tourists hanging out in the Crystal Vista uh, uh, abandoned town, and was a movie theater. And the marquee in the movie theater says, like, now playing like Puppet Master 35. Oh, yeah. And you hear somebody <laughs> in the background and they go, oh, I've seen them all. You know? Oh, that's good. So, yeah. I it's kind of like it's kind of like in back Jaws. to the future with Jaws. Yeah. So it's good stuff. uh Before we call it quits. Wait, why is it playing if they the whole town was a band? Right, well, I think, was, I think it was. I think it was. I think it said now playing. And then probably the nuclear strike happened, you know? Oh, just
1: bad timing for Puppet Master 54.
0: Exactly. I wanted to give a a cheap, cheap plug real quick to our very good friend on Instagram. He's a he's a tape collector. Uh, I have been trading with this guy for the last couple of years. He's the fucking coolest guy out there. His name is VHS Bloodbath. And I yeah. recently now I haven't done a tape trade in a wicked long time because over like a little bit over a year ago, I bought a house and I've just been so busy renovating. I didn't get to do like any tape stuff at all. And uh, a year ago, he came out with his summer of bloodbath tape. It's a mixtape. Now he's made three mixtapes so far. They're just called, you know, VHS bloodbath mixtapes, one, two, or basically like one. Then he made a second one. And there's three. Now, uh, so. This one he came out with last year. I think he had like one left and I was like, dude, I got to do a trade for you. So I traded him. uh, I made a VHS band. It's Christmas mixtape. And at this moment, it's the only copy in the world right now. I don't even I didn't even make one for myself. He has the only copy that I've ever dubbed the tape um, of our Christmas mixtape. And he made me this fucking wicked fucking cool summer of bloodbath volume three mixtape. And the cover was made by another cool dude on Instagram called retro dad video. And, um, so here's the back. He got shots of Tracy Lords and all this like, uh, awesome. gory movie scenes. And basically if, if you, if you have never seen a, one of uh VHS bloodbaths mixtapes, what it is is, uh, he does this manually from what I can tell. I never asked him about this, but when I do any of my mixtapes, I, I, you know, I rip, the VHS tapes, I digitize them to digital and I put them into Adobe Premiere and I edit them. And then I I re put them out um, back to analog on VHS. I think he makes his mixtapes 100% analog where he puts two VHS, uh, two VCRs together and he does it manually. And what he does is basically it's like a trippy uh, montage of movie scenes set to music. So he probably hooked up like a stereo To the RCA connection to get the audio and then he got the video from the VHS tapes and so the back of the tape back of the box says three times the horror three times the blood three times the boobs whoa it's VHS bloodbath three it's summertime so we're headed to the beach for bikini babes and severed heads grab your beach towel and don't forget your sunblock as we indulge in the summer of bloodbath and the fucking tape is so cool. Look at this thing, dude. You got a oh blue, man, that's fucking red. You got a blue front, right? And he custom hand wrote "Summer of Bloodbath" on the front, right? And it's oh, it's it's a wow. three tone tape. So you got blue on the top, yellow on the bottom, and a red flap. It is that is fu-
1: one of the coolest tapes
0: I've seen. So fucking cool. So the day I got this thing in the mail, and he sent a bunch of other really cool stuff in the mail too, other other tapes and stuff as soon as this thing came in, I popped this thing right into the VCR. I made a quesadilla in my toaster oven, (laughs) Trader Joe's quesadilla, frozen Trader Joe's quesadilla. And I watched this tape and it is so fucking cool. There's just lots of shots from movies like Sleepaway Camp 2 and, um, Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff. And it's all set to uh, a bunch of like metal tracks and stuff. And it's so fucking cool. It's just, it's such a, it's not, it's not like a narrative movie. It's like a, it's like a, it's just like a it's a, it's like a crazy trippy experience that you just sit, relax and you watch this and just have a good time. So this is a fucking ton of fun. So I have all three of them. I definitely want to tell you that Summer of Bloodbath volume three is hands down my favorite one. So I don't know if he's ever going to be making any more of these or what his plans are. But if you have one of these, great. If you can get your hands on one, grab one because it's fucking awesome. So there you go. Sweet. And you know
1: another thing awesome about VHS Bloodbath? What is another thing that's awesome about VHS Bloodbath? He's one of our patrons on Patreon. That's right. He's a member of the Party Hat Patrol that's right thank you for that VHS bloodbath hell yeah my goodness and thank you to all of our patrons yes, on Patreon absolutely and I also want to give a special shout out to James who won the Dark Roast VHS tape so James I hope you enjoyed the tape I saw that you got it uh, and everyone go follow James he's got some great tapes on Instagram too at uh, Meat Cleaver Max yeah he's got a so lot go, of good tapes he's got, he's got a got good full moon lot tapes of awesome some stuff so yeah lots of good good tapes on
0: his page yeah great super stuff. dude very cool so yeah seriously if all you guys who have supported us on patreon so far you're fucking awesome thank you we can't thank you guys enough You're you're all seriously. awesome really seriously and we really hope that you all who are backing us in the party hat patrol are enjoying our Very first bonus episode on Party Hats that we just unveiled last week.
1: That's right. And if you aren't part of our Patreon, but you want to sign up, which of course you do, you can get extra bonus episodes and everything. Uh, Go to patreon.com slash VHS Bandits. We'd love to see you there.
0: Yeah. And uh, if, if, uh, if you guys ever want to just get in touch with us, find us on Instagram at the VHS Bandits. You can email us at thevhsbandits at gmail.com. And there you go. There you go. All right. All righty, folks.
1: That, I guess, will do it for Robot Woods. Robot Woods.
0: What are you going to do about it?
1: <laughs> hey, and robot As Woods. always, I have been Topher Hansen. With me is Dane Train. Dane Train. Dane Caboose. In my,
0: in my robot
1: voice. <laughs> mm, Danger! train <laughs> uh, and be kind and rewind <laughs> <laughs> robot clinton howard